Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski piataya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis piataya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge and Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind everyone that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Thanks, guys. Happy Friday, everyone. Yeah, happy 2021. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is our first podcast of the year um so is it true there's a more infectious version of the virus that is spreading right now yes so in the united kingdom they've identified a new variant of covid19 they designated it b117 um, and they have found this to be a more infectious um strain of the virus uh Depending on the study, they've found it uh, to be about 56 to about 70% more virulent um, than previous strains of COVID. And they found that this is due to the body actually building up higher volumes of the virus within it. Um, good news, I guess you could say at this point, is they, they haven't seen that this variant is more lethal. Um, but if you have the possibility of infecting more people, obviously more people can die. So it is of concern and, you know, incident command has been briefed on it and it's something we're keeping an eye on. Do we know if the current vaccines that we have still um, are effective for it? They, they, they assume that the, the current vaccines will be effective for it because um, the spike protein hasn't changed as far as they know. And so that's what the, the vaccines are targeting. Um, and so they assume that the vaccines will still be effective for this variant too. Okay, speaking of vaccines, um, will vaccination be offered to MITW employees through work? Short answer is yes. Uh, all the tribal employees are eventually gonna be vaccinated, um, but it may take some time. We're kind of following the recommendations and the guidelines of, you know, the state of Wisconsin as far as our distribution plan goes. So we'll hopefully eventually be able to vaccinate everyone, um, you know, given supply demands and production. Um, <clears throat> so do you still have to wear a mask if you've had COVID, you've recovered and you're out in public? The CDC is recommending it. Um, and so we're still encouraging that. Uh, you know, you can still transmit various viruses and, and impact, you know, the immunocompromised and stuff. So they're asking that, you know, if you've had COVID, if you've been vaccinated, please still wear a mask there. You know, there still is a chance that even if you have been vaccinated, you can contract the virus. Um, you know, even if you've had COVID before, you can still be reinfected. Um, it's all just slim, but it's still there. And so they're still asking for mask usage. Uh, when will the COVID vaccine be available for tribal members? So that's that's the major question we're all asking right now. So right now we're receiving the Moderna vaccine uh, through the state, um, and they're obviously getting it through the allotments of the, uh, the federal government. Um, the federal government is doing it by population base. So, you know, Wisconsin, we only have 
five million, five and a half million people in the state. Um, we're obviously getting less doses than say California, Texas, or New York that have, you know, a much higher population. Um, so right now our supply, um, is, you know, not quite up to demand. Uh, the state's getting about 70,000 doses per week. Um, when that trickles down to what we're receiving, it's usually between a hundred and you know, 200 doses a week. Um, so we're working on it. Um, it's not quite as fast as anyone would like, but eventually we should be able to, to vaccinate the community too. Yeah. Is it a process for the ways the vaccine is given out? Like for example, like frontline workers or elders? Yeah. So the Wisconsin plan, um, they've broken it up into several phases. Um, phase one actually has three parts. So there's a phase, um, 1A, which is like healthcare workers, um, and long-term care staff and any elderly that might be in long-term care. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, we're pretty much done with this 1A phase um, in the community, which is great news. Um, and then, you know, there are also individuals that may be brought into contact with um, with the, the virus in the line of duty, law enforcement, corrections officers, EMTs, they, they count in that area too. Um, after that, it moves to, to 1B, which is like essential workers. Um, they haven't made this hard and fast, but they're looking at people in public health, transportation, communication, um, food and agriculture, um, finances and, and tech infrastructure and stuff. So, you know, telecommunications stay up and running. Um, after that, the, the state wants to go to 1C, which is, you know, residents over the age of 65 and, you know, individuals with underlying health problems, you know, respiratory, hist you know, conditions like COPD, um, anyone that may be immunocompromised, HIV positive individuals, uh, you know, people that have compromised livers and kidneys and, and things like that. Um, after that, it moves to phase two and they're going to look at what they call critical populations. And um, then after that, phase three will be critical populations and general population. So it's, it's rolling out slowly. Um, they're still working out, you know, who gets it when, but that's the general plan currently. Okay, and then um, kind of a personal question, but uh, were you vaccinated and what are some of the symptoms that you felt after getting vaccinated? So I actually haven't been vaccinated yet because one, I'm not old enough and I'm also not a frontline healthcare worker, <laughs> but um, there have been people that have gotten the vaccine um, and they've reported some minor side effects, things like, you know, slight soreness around the injection area, itchiness, redness. Uh, a few people had very mild cold symptoms and mild fevers. Um, but that's just the immune system responding to the, the vaccination. So those are actually, you know, positive and encouraging things. Um, right now, uh, we're working on getting the vaccine out and I, I will eventually get it just like, you know, the rest of the tribal employees and, and the rest of the tribal members. So I can just wait my turn. I, I know there are people that, that need it more than myself, like the elderly, and I'm more than happy to, uh, to wait until they're, they're taken care of. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, the Menominee Tribal Clinic will be doing COVID-19 testing on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, that'll be uh, January 18th, I believe. Uh, and they're going to be doing that from 8 to noon, depending on the amount of demand for that. Um, and also, we have a new vaccine question hotline uh, with the tribe. The number for that's 715-994-1453. Uh, that'll take you to a, a voicemail, um, which will actually come to myself, um, and I'll be able to answer any questions that come into that line. So if you have questions, feel free to call. I'll get back to you either by phone or email or text. Okay. Thank you.
Yeah. Thanks, guys. Why Wynan for listening to the Mammoth Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Please send them in to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.